the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And Corner Office CEO. We are the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Winter weather could prove hazardous over the weekend. The Lone Star State among those bracing. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is urging Texans to prepare now for the upcoming cold weather expected this weekend. Abbott and several agency heads held a press conference Friday assuring residents that the power grid is ready and crews are prepared to respond quickly to any emergency. That's Tasha Stevens reporting. Senator Tom Cotton says Americans would be wise to reelect Donald Trump as president this fall. Under President Trump, we had a booming economy, real working class wages were growing, our border was secure, and our enemies feared us, and we had peace and stability, largely speaking, around the world. By contrast, Cotton says the country suffers now from a loss of respect overseas under President Biden's policies, along with staggering inflation and a crisis at the southern border. This is SRN News. Experiencing an injury or illness? Wondering if you'll be able to keep your job or when you can return to work? The Minnesota Retain program may be able to help. Participants may qualify for free support from experts who can guide you through the next steps to get you back to work quickly and safely. Visit mnretain.com or call 507-284-4537 to learn more. Minnesota Retain is fully funded under a grant awarded by the U.S. Department of Labor and the Social Security Administration. This message is brought to you by Minnesota Retain, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. The Ramsey Show. I don't want to be the little pig in the straw house anymore. I'm going to get my crap together. I'm going to get out of debt and have an emergency fund. I'm going to be the little pig in the brick house so when the wolf comes and blows, I don't have credit card debt. I don't have student loan debt. I don't have car payments. I'm under control and i got a pile of money. You know what would happen? The economy would collapse. No, it wouldn't. The economy would boom. No-nonsense financial talk. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 here on The Biz 1440. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go and is likely to be bumpy. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. If you're going to fix complicated problems, you have to learn how to fix simple problems first. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, winter has arrived. I have, I, I think it's the first time I've had the hoodie and the, uh, the remember buffs? Remember when uh, everyone started to wear these neck warmers? I had them before COVID. I had, I had these because I have to say, if I go out and run on a winter day, the most, and I don't do it much anymore, my my knees do not like it. Uh, but when I do run in the wintertime, uh, I always had one up uh, up around my nose to sort of to help with breathing cold air on a day like today. Just mm, miserable uh, sort of stuff. So it's the first time I've worn it inside. Um, I had I had a I had a golf uh, pullover on yesterday and i've gone full hoodie today uh even though here at the university uh it's uh it's currently zero outside and 71 degrees beautiful inside this office here looking out at the mississippi uh which is uh which is now frozen over uh i two weeks ago it was not um it but still i remember when there used to be a guy uh an old uh professor here and if I have listeners who are old St. Cloud State alum um, who listen to the show in part because they're St. Cloud State alum, they probably know which professor I'm talking about, taught over in the business school, not in my department, uh, in economics. But um, anyway, the, um, um, he lived over on the east side of, of the town. He's, he's gone to his reward now, but he lived just across the river on the other side, and rather than walk across over to the bridge and walk to the office that way. There were days where he decided the ice on the Mississippi was strong enough. He would cross it. It is, um, I'm trying to, I, I'm not sure I actually have ever figured out exactly what the width is here, but it's it's about a hundred and it's about 150 yards. It's longer than a football field. Uh, and I'm not sure I would do that. Um, I should say, I shouldn't say I wouldn't do that. I did it once just so I could say I had done it. We'll never do it again. But don't tell my wife I did it that one time. But I had to find out. Anyway, um, I was much, much, as many, many, many years ago. Uh, I, I've gotten older and maybe a little smarter over this period at this time. Anyway, uh, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. 651-289-4477. As last week was Job Saturday, this weekend, this Saturday, is Inflation Saturday. Um, inflation happening in all kinds of ways, not just the, uh, not just the uh, size of Kalen DeBoer's contract at Alabama. Um, we didn't talk about that, Spencer. It was just cuckoo, right? Um, got out of the Big Ten before the Big Ten came to crush Washington. Um, but, uh, but it was... Um, it's been a very interesting week in terms of thinking about prices 
at the beginning of the week, if, as I contemplated doing Inflation Saturday, if the, I start thinking about the next show. Pretty much the time we turn off the uh, the connection between uh, between uh, the mothership and Egan and here, I start thinking about okay, next week's Inflation Week, so I got to start looking for inflation stories. The early week inflation stories were by and large stories of how inflation was abating. And by the end of this week, it's been, whoa, not so much. Not so much at all. So there is, there's, there's a number of things that you can point to in that area. Um, one, of them, one of them being uh, yesterday, uh, excuse me, Thursday's uh, Consumer Price Index report. And as you roll through all of those consumer prices and think what's been going up, what's been going down, um, it's, it's worth thinking about um, what ha- what's happened in various categories. One of the prices that has been going down quite a bit, of course, is gasoline, and, and which has gone down, I'm making sure I'm reading this right, 1.9%. But interestingly, where I grew up in northern New England, and yes, I don't have the Northern New England accent because I decided I didn't want to carry it. I decided that when I was in third or fourth grade that I wanted to sound like the guys on TV that sounded like they came from Indiana rather than sound like sound like my mom or dad who who could talk like this. And they would put, they're the kind of people that would park the car, right? Um, I can I even have trouble imitating a Boston accent anymore. Uh, let alone let alone talk like that regularly. Uh, but fuel oil, I remember they would come and they would, there'd be a truck with a, a tanker would pull up in front of your house and they would, they would pump, you know, gallons of fuel oil into your, into your car. And then your mom or dad would write a check right there on the spot to the person that delivered it. Um, and I remember in the mid seventies, you know, a frantic call between my parents that I happened to overhear. I was like 16, 17. I think I was still in high school. Maybe it was, I lived at home during college, so I bet it might have been my first year of college. But the call was, do we have enough money in the bank account to pay for, to pay for the fuel oil that we just put in the tank here? Because it was, it was, you know, back then an ungodly sum of like $1,400 that they had to pay to fill up a 500-gallon tank that was underneath our house in Manchester. Manchester. And it was, you know, I think it was that price. I'm trying to remember exactly what the price was, but there was a call. Like, is there enough money in the checking account? Yeah, I think so. Take a look at the balance there. Yeah, but, you know, you don't always write down all the checks you have. So it must have been my mom calling my dad. And... And because dad was the one that sometimes wrote a check and didn't tell mom till later. And it was a huge amount. So at the beginning of the week, I'm driving around and, you know, I've got to put gas in the car. And I look at the price of the gallon of gas and it's now, you know, I, I, I thought it'd be like 289, 270. I'm driving by, a, driving by a station 259. Okay. That's not completely out of whack. Last night, I'm driving. I'm driving out to dinner with my wife, and we're going to a wet restaurant on the south south side of Saint Cloud from our place on the north side of Saint Cloud, and and we drive by two gas stations advertising two thirty nine nine gas. 
I'm like, wow. And yet, if you ask people about what's going on with prices right now, they're still focused on prices are high, inflation is high. It's just I can't, I can't quite wrap my head around the fact that that you know we still have massive inflation um, going on in this in this economy. I think, I think it's both right and wrong. I got interviewed on a local station here in St. Cloud on, on on Thursday by a guy who's sharp. He's a he's a reporter that had previously worked in in the financial services industry, and so he's not he's he's. He, I get good reporter calls and bad reporter calls, and I mean by bad I just mean they're people that have not taken the time to learn principles of economics, but before they call an economist, not required. Okay, I get that. I'm not saying you you don't call me until you take a principles of economics class. I'll take the call. But sometimes I have to do more teaching in the process of answering a reporter's question. With this guy, I don't have to. He actually understands how the data comes in. He actually knows the week on which the unemployment report is being collected. He was wondering if the cold weather this week would make the unemployment report that happens at the end. It happens uh, the first the first uh, Friday in February would make it worse. And I said, well, it depends on when they started. It's the week of the 12th, but they would have started doing the surveys back on Monday the 8th. It wasn't that cold back then, so maybe it'd be all right. But at any rate, uh, we were talking about that, and he says, he said, and we talked about Corey, and he stopped me. He said, but when people think about inflation, do you think they think about the core number? And I said, no, they don't. The Fed thinks about the core number. And that means that every financial station from here on, on the Biz 1440 to CNBC to Bloomberg, Bloomberg Television, everything in between, they'll probably spend more time talking about core. But what do you and I care about? We care about what that sign says on the, on, on the gas station. We care about what the, what, what the cost of a, of a dozen eggs are. We care about, we care about the, there's the stuff that's just visible to us telling us constantly What's going on with prices? And here's the point of this particular bit of rant. Prices and inflation are two different things. Right? Prices and inflation are two different things. And I was was having a Twitter conversation at the hashtag pound KBRS with frequent commenter Don. And he got me to think about this a little bit. And I wanted to to expand just a, a minute more on this. When the price goes up from $3 to $4 on a dozen eggs or on a half gallon of milk, that's a 33% increase in that period. Let's say then in the next month, the price stays at $4. The, the Bureau of Labor Statistics person writing down the number then says inflation was zero. The price didn't change. You and I going to the going to the going to the grocery store say, man, prices are still high. Look at this; it's still four bucks for for a dozen eggs or a half gallon of milk. It takes time for us to adjust to what is normal. Two and a half dollars for a gallon of gas back in the nineteen seventies was oh my gosh, terrible. We never paid that much, 
But I remember when the price went from $0.35 cents to a gallon to $0.65 cents a gallon, we we were threatening to we were we were threatening uh, uh, to descend on Washington to say, "Hey, stop this! Stop this inflation!" Because we were looking at that. But my point is, we report the inflation rate to you, and I'll give you the inflation numbers after the break. But when but it takes time for people to adjust to a new high price or even to a new low price. So I don't think people have gotten gotten them their heads around yet a low gas price. They haven't gotten their heads around a high egg price or a high or a high milk price or or if you think about other stuff, uh, you know, the the price of eating out. My bill from going out to dinner last night. I looked at it it's like, man, we had I you know, I, my wife didn't even have a drink. She had a cup of tea. I had a glass of wine and a, and a dinner. She had a dinner and how much is that? Huh. Right? But you know, these places have become more expensive, right? We react maybe to price as much as we react to inflation or to changes in inflation. And so those are different things in your mind. They are different things. There's a mathematical and economic definition. But then if you're asking what's people's perception, people don't read an inflation rate in a grocery store or on, at a gas station. They read a price. And that's probably what's most important to them. Is what's that price? And how many hours of work do I have to put in to get that get that good? How many hours of work do I have to put in to fill my tank of gas? Or to buy a dozen eggs for next week? So forth. I'll be right back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. You can fish and support veterans at the 13th Annual Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament, February 10th on Medicine Lake in Plymouth. Enjoy food, kids' games, ceremonies honoring the military, and the multi-species fishing contest. Veterans get a free fishing hole, and non-veterans are just $20 per hole, including day-of tickets. All the fun starts at 11.30 a.m. February 10th. It's the 13th Annual Holes for Heroes. Get full details at fishingforlife.org. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN. It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your Internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com and enjoy safer Internet daily. NordVPN. 
Cybersecurity built for every day. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month, guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor, an indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market, but without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income, no matter how long you live. Call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Been a hard day is night. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for being part of the show today. 651-289-4477 if you want to be a bigger part. Or just reach out to us on Twitter using the hashtag PoundKBRS. And I'll see it and I will respond to it, um, perhaps by name, perhaps not. If you have a, If you use a Twitter handle that is not your name, then you'll be called by whatever your handle is. Um, so let's go through this inflation report. Came in a little bit compared to people's expectations, which is, again, the financial markets want inflation to come down. They want nice reports that will keep the Fed not only on a path to not raise rates, which they're not going to do, but they want them to start cutting rates soon. And to get there, they know that a, a tick up in the inflation rate is working against their interest. And fortunately for them, that's what happened this past week, right? So that's what happened. And to the point I was making before the break, and this was the conversation I had up, up over with, uh, with uh, this reporter at, at uh, KNSI up here in St. Cloud, uh, was that, is that, Core CPI, using core numbers or some other piece, is not about telling you what's happened in the past. Because nobody, no, you know, I don't think any any discussion over dinner at a bar or, or over, a, 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 over, you know, in the backyard, I was going to say over a fence, but if you put a fence up in a backyard, at least here in St. Cloud, you're considered a bad person. Um even if it, you put up the fence because you don't want your dog messing up someone else's yard. Uh, it's so weird. In it, Where I grew up, everybody had a fence. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't think any of those conversations included. Those conversations never include, well, you know, core CPI, that's, that's the thing. And so you, you know what core CPI is. No, I I never expect someone other than, uh, a financial market participant or another economist to have any clue what core CPI is. 
the reason financial market participants and economists pay attention to core CPI is we think it's more predictive of what's to come. Because, and the reason for that is because energy prices and food prices, the two sets of prices that are in the headline CPI but not in the core CPI, have a lot of noise. They're very volatile from month to month, and so we don't pay attention to them, right? I tell people that's true, but headline CPI over a longer time horizon probably tells you more the truth of what people are experiencing than core CPI. And so let me let me let me take you to to the data for the last 12 months. This has been the actual report on CPI for 12 for a trailing 12 month inflation rate. By that I mean I'm going to give you the first number for July for this last July of 2023. That means that's the inflation rate between the end of July 2022 and the and July 2023, the end of July 2023. That number was 3.2%. It then jumped up to 3.7 in August, 3.7 in in September, back to 3.2 in October, down to 3.1 in November. And people were like, "Yeah, here we're going to go. We're going to get CPI below 3%." Didn't came in at 3.4. It's a higher level than what was expected. So the headline number was expected to be two-tenths of percent for the month. It came in at three-tenths of percent a month. That doesn't sound like very much, but you're, again, you're, you're working against the fact that you're dropping off. When you're doing that moving total, what you're doing is you're adding that new monthly rate. So you added on the new 0.3 and you dropped off the number in December of 22, which happened to be 0.1. So that meant that that 12-month average was going to go up. You replace a smaller number in the average with a larger number. Same thing, okay? The But that did not happen, I should say. That did not happen with core CPI. Core CPI has gone from 4.7 to 4.3 from July to August, 4.1 in September, and then you got 4.0s in October and November until December when you get 3.9. You get the same behavior with the measures that the Cleveland Fed generates in terms of median CPI. Five, okay, it's, it's ticking down 6.1, 5.7. I'm going from July to December. 6.1. 5.7, The motion is moving down, but at a fairly slow rate. Trim mean CPI, same thing. So that okay, so when you hear it, and we're going to play some, we're going to play some folks, uh, uh, some some observations. I have pretty much none of the financial market people. Here I've got either current or, except for El Arian, Mohammed El Arian, who you know, who I play a lot of, I recognize. I wanted people to hear um, what Fed participants are thinking to get to that second point, which is what the number could be. But uh, core CPI, if the target. Core CPI is different than core PCE, which is what the Fed says is its preferred measure. We'll have that measure the week after next for December. 
We'll have that. We'll have that in about ten days from now. Yes, uh, maybe twelve days, but but certainly by the time we talk in two weeks, we'll have that number. But core CPI now at three point nine. If you were to think about the distribution of what we've had for for CPI growth rates for all of the pre-pandemic period, going back from two thousand nine to twenty nineteen. 3.9% lies in the top 5% of all observations we've received of that number, of that 12-month growth rate. All right, so if you were to take every month's observation and plot them on a distribution curve, right, and just plot in how many of them you get, right, you would end up with something that looks like a bell curve. 3.9% is out in the tail still. Coming in the right direction, but given how far we had gone, we had experienced, you know, pretty much not, I I mean, I'm only looking at a distribution over 10 years, but there's 20 years of data out there that would say the average rate has been around 1.9, and we're at 3.9. If you take the median CPI number, it comes in at 5.1. Again, the median number the or the core number that you're looking for is a, it, that's consistent with a PCE level, PCE inflation of 2%. Median CPI is biased up. It normally gets you to a number that's closer to 2.5, 2.6. But at 5.1, you're still, you're still two and a half, t- you're, you're, you're two and a half percent above where you would want to be. Same, you know, trim mean CPI is doing a little bit better. The, the Atlanta Fed keeps a number called the sticky CPI, which looks at prices that adjust more slowly. That number is still at 4.6. So here's the here's my verdict on the inflation numbers. They came in slightly worse than the market had expected. They are slightly worse than. They are slightly worse than I think probably even the Fed expected, based on what you hear them say uh, after the fact. Uh, they're even slightly worse than that. The market still doesn't believe the market has pretty much decided that there will be a, a rate cut at the meeting on at the end of this month. But it is still, it is still holding on to the idea. In fact, it moved to now a 77% chance that the rate the first rate cut comes in March to which I will use I, I will use technical lingo that's nuts that is absolutely nuts I don't understand um uh, uh, it's absolutely nuts Tell you what, let's take a break here. When we come back. We'll get we'll get to uh, callers here at 651-289-4477. Join us, won't you, here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. When should you start collecting your Social Security? 
How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them at 855 231 6010. There are no words to describe it. The isolation, the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. The Ramsey show never use a life insurance policy as an investment vehicle 100 percent of those suck mathematically there is never a case where leasing a car makes sense never do payday lending there is never a case where going into debt at 18 percent interest on a credit card makes sense these are all stupid things they go in one bucket the stupid bucket no nonsense financial talk weekday afternoons from one to four here on the biz 1440 Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today, 651-289-4477. Then recall with questions and comments on where we find John this morning. John, good morning. Haven't heard from you for a while. Glad to, glad to have you back. Well, thank you. Um, enjoy your program. Um, um, before I ask my question, I just wanted to mention you started out the broadcast about the coach from Washington moving to Alabama and getting a big contract. When I first talked to you once, you gave me about 30 seconds to explain why Sioux Falls was not a small town. You can Google this. It was in the sports writer's column in the newspaper here. That coach that's now at Alabama that was at Washington, his first coaching job 
was not in Augustana at Sioux Falls, but this other smaller college there that was called Sioux Falls College. And now I think it's called the University of South uh, of Sioux Falls. He yes, actually, that's exactly from, right. He's from Milbank, South Dakota. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, um, but what I wanted to ask you, I also said, you know, that it's I get the opportunity to ask what might be a test question, but I was wondering if you could compare and contrast the differences between the efforts of the Federal Reserve to fight inflation as they have in the last year and a half or so, if you can compare that to what happened when Gerald Ford was in office and inflation got up and he had the famous win button, the button that said whip inflation now. John, I'm guess I'm just guessing that you you lived through the wind button. I did. Uh, I I actually have one on my on my dresser uh, in my bedroom at home. Um, I, I I found what I found it at a flea market back in the back in the nineties uh, and have never uh, and immediately gobbled it up. Paid way too much for it, but it was like ah, I gotta have that. Um, I wear I wear it from time to time um, as an example. So. Because many of our listeners, and Spencer for that matter, probably has no idea what that was. These were buttons that were passed around, uh, handed out by the Ford administration in, oh, help me, John. I'm going to say 1975. I could could be off a year. Um, but it uh, could be 74 or 76. But I'm going to say 75. At the time, this is John's question, is at the time, the inflation rate, because we had had wage and price controls, during the Nixon administration, when Nixon left in 74 and Ford became president at that time, they were in the process of relaxing wage and price controls. So pent-up wages and pro- pent-up wage and price inflation kicked into the system. Very different in that sense than now. So there's that part. But the other part of it that, that you're asking about, John, is what were the tools being used? I can tell you this much. The Federal Reserve, if you go back and look at the interest rates, I don't have the chart in front of me, so I'm doing this from memory. But I believe the Federal Reserve raised rates by only about 2% uh, during that period between uh, when when wage price controls started to relax and and the 1976 election. Kept in, in that meaning inflation stayed up and is partially to blame for Ford's Ford's loss to Carter that year partially to blame i don't think i i think if they got an inflation exactly right ford still loses to carter because people are like 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 the hangover from nixon was still there uh but that's speculative i don't i don't know that to be true i just think it is um but that that being said it's different than now in in two in it's different in that way but the way in which it's the same is that in both cases you had supply chain issues being cited as the reason um indeed it's the time where i remember and i was just i mean i started college in 75 um i remember even in my very first economics course hearing about cost push inflation that term didn't exist in in any textbook i had seen even three years that was written even as late as 1972 by 1977 it's in all the books and you have the market now, the team transitory people saying now that all this inflation, this is just cost push. This is supply chain stuff. This, is, this isn't the Fed's fault. 
Okay, uh, and you've heard me long enough, John, to know that I, you know, I think it was the Fed's fault in 1975. I think the Fed has done better this time than last time. But the Fed made the mistake of staying on the sidelines for probably six to eight months longer than they should have. So I think they have to take a significant portion of the blame for what happened in this inflation. John, hey, thanks for the call. Thank you. Thanks. Good to hear from you again. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. On coming up to the um, to the uh, uh, price, to the inflation report, so this would have been before the report was released on Thursday. Mohamed El-Aryan, uh, chief economist for Allianz Group and the president of Queen's College in London, um, had a uh, it was on CNBC uh, and and it might have been Wednesday afternoon. I think this I think it was Wednesday afternoon and had this to say about the inflation report that was to come shortly after these remarks. Let's play first cut number one. So we're seeing further disruption on the supply side. Um, what's happening in the Red Sea is significant. If it persists, it will have a st- stagflationary impact. That's one. Second, you're not the headline, the um, base effects are not going to be working for you anymore. And then third, there's a limit to how much goods disinflation we we're going to get. We need to see services disinflation come down. So far, we've benefited because certain goods have been in outright deflation, and that has dragged the averages down. But we now need to see more on the service side, and the service side tends to be a little bit more sticky. And that's evidenced in the data that we just talked about, about about sticky Atlanta's sticky CPI still at the 4.6 level, of, of higher than uh, what would otherwise, higher than the core and headline. And I think that's true in there. But let me go back and talk about those three explanations again. I'm going backwards, right? So... So sticky price inflation is still high. Service inflation is still there. And interestingly, employment and services is still rising, right? The slowdown in the economy, the soft landing. The soft landing is happening in goods, as Torsten Sluck from from, uh, uh, Apollo Global Management has has pointed out. He's their chief economist. In a a newsletter, uh, Sluck points out that, that you got to slow down in manufacturing. You got to slow down in all of the goods producing sectors. You don't have a slowdown in many of the service producing sectors at all. Neither, not in prices and not in employment. Soft landing? No, there's been no landing yet in, in leisure and hospitality. There's been no, there's not really been a landing yet in education or in, or in health services. Major parts of the economy are still, are still showing significant growth. So there's that there's that point. The second point he was making going backwards is the is the point about the fact that the numbers we're dropping off are 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 now smaller numbers. So you in order to keep the in order to keep that inflation rate coming down, you actually have to get to you actually have to get to increases in CPI of 0.1 or 0.2. 0.3s are bad, right? You didn't. You got a point three this time, and it's like okay, that means it's a little slower, and that's sort of that knife edge. Point two is consistent with an inflation rate of two and a half, not two. So you need some twos and some ones sprinkled in, 
a three puts you behind puts you behind the curve, or to use the football analogy, you're behind the sticks in terms of downs and distance. Um, you know, it, that's that's an issue. And then the first point is is, and I think this is this is sort of the news story that people need to pay attention to. Look at what's happening in in the uh, in the straits leading into the Red Sea off the Arabian Peninsula. These actions that are happening right now, military actions in Yemen, have a significant impact on shipping and on, I believe, gas and oil prices. I, I will say, just in terms of what happens in the next two to three weeks, you probably have seen the lowest point that you're going to see on those on those gas and oil prices. Uh, I expect them to start coming back up. There was a little sign of that in the latter market trading on Friday, um, and and I think that's going. I think that I think that will be the hangover effect that you'll see next week. Uh, El Arian continues cut number two. I think the the I think right now the market is too optimistic on timing. You know, there's a almost sixty percent chance priced in of a March cut, and it's too optimistic that we get almost one hundred and fifty basis points. I think we're more likely to see the first cut in summer, and we're more likely to see closer to the 75 basis points that the Fed has signaled. And, and, and again, that he's saying that on Wednesday afternoon. Over, over the last couple days, that probability has gone from, 60, from, from 64% on uh, the 5th of January to 77% today. If I go look at what what's expected at the end of the meeting, okay, at the end of 2024, so the last meeting's on the 18th of December, right now the market's, you know, baseline pre, uh, baseline forecast is for a Fed funds rate of 350 to 375. That's a cut not of six but of seven. That's seven rate worth that seven meetings worth of rate cuts. There are only eight meetings. If they don't cut the rate in the next two weeks, and it sure sounds like they won't, then you're saying one rate cut every meeting for the rest of 2024. I don't think that's likely to happen. I just don't see that as being likely to happen. Let's 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 take a break here. When we come back, we'll have more of Elarion. And we'll start we'll start pointing forward towards some other issues happening in the market, including why you should learn a little after about money and banking that I didn't teach in money and banking my first 30 years as an as a professor. Back after this King Banyan show, the biz 1440. You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters, and that you can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way, too. I'm Sergeant First Class Chris Urich from Glencoe, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. In 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. 
Ethos Fast and Easy Online Term Life Insurance up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam, some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. We make the amazing Solaire infrared gas grills that are built to last and will consistently deliver better than restaurant grilled food. The Solaire infrared burner heats up to 1,000 degrees in just three minutes, even in the dead of winter. The high heat locks in the juices and flavor and grills food faster. Learn more about these fantastic USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. Solaire hot, fast grills at BestHotGrill.com. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. I have never made a like a top ten songs list of, of, of all time. That's somewhere in the ten. <laughs> right there. I don't I don't know where it goes. It might even be top five. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, the number to call questions and comments. Um we are playing uh Muhammad Al Arian who was talking pre CPI report about what the expectations were and has identified uh, that, that that the market's ahead. I'm, that'll be actually most of the talk of the second hour today is what's going on there along with the fact that we're getting maybe the – we're all paying attention to when will the Fed reduce rates, how many rate cuts there will be, and we're missing some of the major uh, – some of the major decisions the Fed needs to make. And it's unlikely they will do any of that at its very first meeting of the year since since in January um, uh, in January in January you reorganize the FOMC because you bring new members on among the 11 bank presidents who do who are not in New York and you take off the four that were there before so you're not likely to see a whole lot of st- you're not likely to see a lot of new things. They're agenda setting at this first meeting. 
They, they and there's nothing that I think has happened that's going to cause them to deviate off that. Let's play some more of this. This is Mohammed El Arian. This is actually Wednesday afternoon on CNBC uh, with Kelly Evans, uh, and and this is cut number three. Yeah, and 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 there's a there's a very active debate going on right now among economists on two things. One is to what extent is the Fed responsible for the reduction in inflation? And secondly, how do you define restrictive? So John Williams yesterday said it is restrictive and he's looking at the real rate and he's looking at the real rate versus neutral rate. If you look at the Chicago Fed, it suggests that financial conditions are as loose as they were in in the beginning of 2022. So, you know, we're going to learn a lot during the year. But my sense is that if you don't validate at least the 75 basis points, you may end up getting quite an economic and financial reaction in particular. And that and that's why the meeting in December was important. What was said was not important. What appeared in the dot plot was important. But let me remind people, and you can go back and listen in the in the archives of the show, because we said this at the time. We weren't able to have a show on the week of the meeting because of because of issues up here in St. Cloud. But when we were able to talk, look for the next show after after that meeting in December. Okay, so it's around the end of the year. And you would hear me say that the dot plot is basically, I mean, again, for those of you that are new to the show, the dot plot says we take every every Federal Reserve president and governor makes a statement of economic forecast, including what will the Fed funds rate be at the end of each year, at the end of at the end of December in each year. They all indicated that their expectation, nobody expects the rate to be higher in, at the end of 24 than 23. Two of them said it would be the same, that there would be no rate cuts in 24. Three is the median forecast of that entire group. But you had, you had basically a dog's breakfast of dots. Okay, if you think about when you feed a dog kibble, right, and the dog sticks the head in there, so excited the kibble goes all over the kitchen floor, right? That's what that that's that's what that dot plot looks like. It's a it's a dog's breakfast, and 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 uh, and, and and that's why the market has trouble, right? So I, I mean, it's interesting that that Muhammad says we have to validate seventy five basis points. There's only three members of the there's only three members of the FOMC that were saying three. This just happens to be the one in the middle. They're all over the place. Some of them want six. Some of them want zero. I don't think anyone wanted seven, which is the current the current uh, expectation um, from the uh, from the financial futures market. So I agree with El Arian that they're a little bit out out in front. Let's play one more. This is the last clip. This is Mohammed El Arian Wednesday afternoon on CNBC. Cut four. If you want to understand why is it that the average American doesn't give this administration the benefit it deserves in terms of creating jobs, a 3% inflation, uh, 3.7% unemployment rate, is because inflation has really hurt and has hurt in such a way that people now expect not just lower inflation, they expect deflation, they expect prices to come down. So telling them that the inflation rate is down to 3.9% core or 3.3% headline isn't good enough. That is the point I made at the beginning of the hour. 
the way people respond to what people respond to is in part an inflation number to the extent that they hear it on the news, that the extent they're paying attention to it on the news. But given how people are receiving information these days, okay, through very siloed channels, right, I still encourage people, make sure you've got, you've got news feeds from across the political spectrum coming into your, your laptop or your, your phone or whatever and read them. And understand what it is other people are saying about the economy. Because sometimes sometimes someone with a different viewpoint than yours is actually helping you, you know, get out of your your one mindset. I have a whole talk about this. I'm writing a paper about it right now for for a publication here in St. Cloud uh, to publish next month. Um, or actually, I'll publish in March. But anyway, the the, the point being, being, we are... Common shared understanding of what the inflation rate is is less good than it was, you know, to go to John's point, back in the 70s. What our shared understanding of what's happening out there is not an inflation number. It's prices. It's what the price of a gallon of gas is. It's what the price of a dozen eggs or a half gallon of milk or, or you know, or, or in my house, it's the how much does the, the, the store – the store brand of oatmeal, quick oatmeal, quick cooking oatmeal, cost, did that go up or did that go down? That's what ends up mattering to me, right? And, and that part I don't necessarily have in mind when I have the inflation report. I have to remind myself, we have to remind ourselves, people don't consume inflation. They consume prices. That's the part that's most important to them. We'll be back right after these messages. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-901-5563. 800-901-5563. That's 800-901-5563. Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid and anxious? And all that meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? Want something different? Something positive? Make your homepage Christianity.com. Replace the bad news and fake news with the good news. The life-changing gospel truth meant to encourage your daily walk with Christ. With daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from your favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues, you now have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. 
Don't settle for the negativity and superficiality that the rest of the Internet offers. Instead, choose a homepage that will uplift you and strengthen your faith. Join the thousands of others who have made the switch to Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. Don't wait any longer to make a change. Choose Christianity.com as your homepage today and embrace the positivity and inspiration that comes with the good news of Jesus Christ. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's bulls and even black swan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.